Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Let's wind back the clock. The date, Sunday the 30th of September 2012. The venue, Sydney's Olympic Stadium with 82,976 fans. The event, the NRL Grand Final and the teams, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs and the Melbourne Storm. Our look at the game is through the eyes of Storm Ford Ryan Hoffman. A low-scoring game, Hoffy. Is there a moment or a memory that stands out above all others for you from this game? Oh, I, I certainly think um, being fortunate enough, uh, fortunate enough to score the first try. Yeah. Uh, I, I think all, all the tries we scored that night were really special. We only scored three of them, yep. but they were really special because they were all things that we trained at nauseam through, throughout the week. And um, we, we identified early on that Christianino likes to come up past his inside defenders. So, we always said as soon as we got the first opportunity, um, Gareth Whitt wanted to wanted to put me on the, what we called a bit bit of a lead line, where yep. instead of hitting inside the three, it on the three's outside shoulder, and uh, it worked a treat. Bill Bill show, showed it really well in the um, coming around the back of the block, and yep. he drew um, interest, and yeah, got through the hole and reached out. First try in a grand final. Anyone have any celebrations? Any of your mates on you for first try scorer? Yeah, I think a few a few boys were because I think they missed out no nine when I yeah. when I scored the, the the first the first try there. So um, I had, when, when I picked the phone up after the game, there was certainly a lot of uh, photos of boys tabs t- tab ticket nice. very happy. Mate, Paul Gallon and Nate Miles punched on in Origin twenty thirteen. That wasn't until nine months after this game, so it was still allowed. And there was plenty of throwing hands in this one. It was a little bit old school, if you like, wasn't it? Yeah, we 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 got a bit of a rivalry with the, with the Bulldogs um, for, throughout that year. They, uh, I think, we beat them in Melbourne, and then they gave us a bit of a hiding, to be honest, up there in Cairns. And um, oh no, uh, Mackay, sorry, Mackay, yes. and um, and and you know, they, we 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 started to get a bit of niggle, and that they had some players that that liked a bit of a niggle. Yeah. And, in obviously in Inu and and uh, good old Joshy Reynolds and, and and all that that sort of thing. I'm not saying we were angels because we, we, we were certainly <laughs> not with uh, Will Chambers, but uh, yeah, there was a bit of a incident when the Bulldogs scored their scored their try. Kristen came over and let Bill know he wasn't happy with what mm-hmm. he did, and Bill let Kristen know he wasn't happy, and then it just exploded from there. It wasn't just the stink. It was an old school game in many respects. Low scoring, a battle of attrition, real. Last man standing type of stuff, from what I recall, is that how you recall it? It, it was. I mean, there were no try, no points, and all scored in the second mm. half. It was, it was definitely just defence orientated. And look, visually, it might not have been the most attractive grand final, but certainly in playing it, it was. It was one of the, the toughest I've been involved in, just because we we're in constant defence. I think uh, after half time, yeah, I was sitting pretty up, up fourteen four. And then the Bulldogs have their first set and kick it down. I think Bill knocks it on. Mm. And we, we don't touch the ball again for another 10 minutes. So it was a tough way to start that. I remember Cameron Smith came up with an amazing play, managing to hold Ennis um, up when he had a crack from dummy half. And then there was that play where Bill chased uh, Benny Barber, made a break and part, kicked inside for Josh Morris. And Bill somehow got himself involved and, and managed to break that up. So there were certainly some, some tense moments there. 
Is that when you believe the storm traditionally or historically are at their best, when it's a war, when you've got to dig deep and, and look within yourself? Look, we pride ourselves on our defence, and defence is all that attitude. Yep. So we, we, we really pride ourselves on our attitude and our attitude towards defence and making sure that, you know, we're always going to back ourselves to score at least 13 points. Yep. So all we need to do is keep the opposition to 12. Uh, we managed to keep the opposition to four, and that was a you know that was a Bulldogs team that was scoring points at will, and uh, we took a lot of pride in the fact that, um, that we wanted to keep this you know fantastic attacking outfit. You know Benny Barber was he was like um, heading back to like Jared Hayne in in oh nine, yeah. like he was a really dominant force. But we really nullified him, and to be honest, a lot of that came down to Ben Hampton. A lot of people might not know this. Ben Hampton, we had the task of, he was Benny Barber for the week. And the way he trained and the way he studied Benny Barber just to show, um, just to give us a real um, training aspect on him, we, we managed to shut him down quite well. Ben Hampton wasn't actually in the 17 on game day. So he was the uh, reserve trusted yep. with being Ben Barber for the week. Yeah, look, and it just shows it's not a 17 17- uh, a, a seventeen-man effort. Yep. It takes everyone with yep. them. We need our reserves, and the guys not playing the grand final. You know, unbelievably disappointing as it is, but we we need them to be able to train so they're preparing first grade as well as possible. And certainly, Benny was a standout for that. For those like you that had been there for either oh seven oh nine or both, was this redemption? Did it feel a little bit sweeter? Yeah, it's it's funny that 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 got brought about. Um, that got banded obviously with what happened in two thousand and ten and how close the boys came in two thousand and eleven. The the thing, Craig, the mantra we were running with is we we're going to get what we deserved. Yep. To be honest, if we if we played well enough and we we deserve it, we're going to get it, and that that's what it was. But I don't. It was never said. It, this is redemption. This is going to get back everything. So it was never said. It might have been in the back of everyone's minds. But um, it was it was definitely a very very sweet feeling knowing two years after having our hearts absolutely ripped out, stomped on, and thrown in the trash compactor, mm. we managed to get back to to the to the top of the tree. So many headlines, such a turbulent period in the Melbourne Storms history in, in NRL history. I think that gets overlooked. There, there was a lot of players doing it really tough for a long period of time. Yeah, certainly things got very personal. Things got. Um, Quite out of out of hand, to be quite honest. And to be honest, we're we're, we're still copying it ten years on. And it doesn't matter what the wow. club has achieved. The club has achieved monumental things beyond yeah. better than what we did before two thousand and ten. Um, we 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 still copy. We're still tarred with that brush, unfortunately. And um, you know, I think the only people this year that were involved back then is well, Cameron's the only one. Uh, Cameron and Jesse Bromwich were the only ones playing, and. Um, the, in terms of play, in terms of other staff, it's just myself, Ryan Hinchcliffe and Craig Bellamy. So what's that? Five people involved for, from back then and we're yep. still going to target the same brush. But look, in the end, we, we know what this club's about. We know that um, we get our success due to how hard we work. Dale Finucane actually played from the bench for the yeah. Dogs that day. We, you mentioned Jesse Bromwich and Cameron Smith. It's hard to believe, but we were eight years ago. We were saying probably Cam Smith's playing the best footy of his career. Uh, we were probably eight years out. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I wish I, I, I generally don't know how this bloke keeps doing it. Yep. I, I, I honestly don't. I mean, 
Yeah, certainly he's not the he's not as might not be as quick as what he was, might not be as strong as what he was, but he's quick between the years, and that's yep. something that in this in this game and the position he plays, that's where he stands out above everyone else. And um, I think what what shows the class of the man and the class of Cameron Smith, it doesn't matter what years he's been playing, he's always never overplayed his hand. He, he never felt he, – he puts trust in other players. And, you know, of course, throughout the years, playing with Cooper and Billy, they, they had unbelievable trust. But you're seeing it this year with Jerome and, and Cameron and Ryan Pappenhausen. Like they, they have Cameron's trust and he has no hesitation in letting them take control of it. And that just shows that the bloke, that, number one, doesn't have an ego. And number two, knows that that's going to be, be the best for the team. It was Melbourne's fifth grand final appearance in seven years, the 2012 NRL grand final. The Storm over the Bulldogs, 14 points to four, another successful chapter in the Storm's history. 15 episodes in the last 10 days. It's been epic as we prepare for the grand final of 2020. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review wherever you may be listening. Enjoy your GF. Catch you soon, legends.